It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Woohoo, y'all. Here we are. It is May. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. May flowers come by April showers, except some of y'all, it was April snow. <laughs> and, and the flowers could, came in March. <laughs> I know, and it could it could even be May snow. It's just sort of crazy weather. Who knows? I told Tim and I were talking before we came on. I said, "Man, I think Mother Nature been smoking something funny. She's all messed <laughs> up this year." <laughs> oh, what's happening? Well, I got bad news for everybody. Uh-uh. Bad, bad news. Steve Stewart is off the market. He is officially a hitched man. <gasps> we went up to. Lufkin, married, married. So congratulations to Steve and his beautiful bride, Gina. We went up last weekend to Lufkin and hung out with them at their wedding. And Steve, if you're listening, I don't know who made that cake, but man, that thing was delicious. It was awesome. God, what a great wedding cake. It was out of sight, man. We got to hang out with C. Phil Parr and Don Shaw, some of the old handyman guys we hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, it it was a great little... Great weekend, great ceremony. Ah, I'm so happy for Steve and, and Gina. So if you're on the Cooking in the Dark list, you might want to email Steve off list and just tell him congratulations, you know. Mm-hmm. But he does, a, he does a great job moderating our list and some others for people. So congratulations, Steve and Gina. Congratulations. Now, on today's show, today's show, we're going to do some ribs, pork ribs, smoked because it is a smoking in Texas, y'all. Down here in Houston, anybody listening on the Sight Into Sound broadcast will attest to it. We're about 90 degrees today and about 2,000% humidity, I think. Man, it is thick out there. Thick, thick, thick. Wow. Construction is coming along on the new back porch to the Cooking in the Dark studio. We're going to end up, hopefully this time next year... We'll be doing some shows in our outdoor grill that we're having, an outdoor kitchen we're making. Mm, can't wait, but it's coming along. We've got the frame down. Now we got to start flooring it. So anybody, bring your screw gun. Come on. We've got uh, 112 deck boards to lay. Each one needs 10 screws. So if you feel a little screwy, come on down. <laughs> bring your own knee pads, though, man. There's a lot of crawling around. Anyway. I digress, but smoked ribs on today's show. You know, there was this computer engineer, and he's cruising down the down by the pond, you know, following this little path, just relaxing from the stressful day he's had. Mm-hmm. And he hears this frog saying, hey, hey, mister, hey, mister. And he looks down, and there's a frog talking. He's like, holy cow, it's a talking frog. And he picks it up, and she goes, I'm not really a frog. I'm a beautiful princess. And an evil witch cast a spell on me and turned me into this frog. But if you'll kiss me, 
I will love you forever. I will give you everything you wanted. I'll blah, 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 wait on you, cook for you, clean for you, da, 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 you know, the whole song and dance. And he's sitting there, you know, thinking about it for a minute. And he takes the frog and just slips it in his jacket pocket and takes off down the, you know, on down the path on his walk around the lake. Pretty soon she rustles around down there and sticks her head up out of the pocket and says, excuse me, but didn't you hear me? I'm a beautiful princess and I'll make every one of your pleasures come true. I'll do everything for you. Just kiss me and make me a woman again. And he goes, you know, a beautiful princess, a woman, a lady in my life. Nah, that's not that big a deal. But a talking frog. Now that's really cool. (laughs) 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 All right, y'all. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. We're going to get some pork ribs. We're going to get these babies smoking. And we're going to tell you all about it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. Get these ribs set up and going. I want to uh, put a little dry rub on them. Make them, ooh, delicious. Now, this dry rub I bought offline, and I can't remember. I do not remember the website I got it from. I thought I had it saved in my favorites. I was looking for it today, and I did not have it saved in my favorites. Uh Uh-oh. So, anyway, that's the way she goes. But this dry rub is made up of... Garlic powder, some chili powder, some onion powder, some seasoning salt, and brown sugar. You can put about, gosh, anything you really want to in it. Some rosemary is great for pork. Put a little red pepper in there or white pepper also. These are really some nice slabs of ribs. With ribs, y'all, I I mean, some people love beef. Some people like pork. I prefer pork. Not a big beef fan with ribs. I don't know why. You know, it's just one of those personal choices, I guess. With I tell you one thing I don't like with beef ribs is that, you know, they get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> Isn't that silly? <laughs> Teach his own. <laughs> you get stuck in my teeth. I don't like it. I mean, don't you think most often we're served pork ribs? That those are the ones? Because those um, are like the short ribs, right? Right, right. And yeah. if you get like baby backs, right. um, those are those are usually pork ribs. If you go to like you know a regular barbecue joint, they usually have either one. Okay. You know, just depending. Now, what I'm doing is I'm, I've got two slabs here that we're gonna do. If you're doing some, you may as well do a lot because <laughs> they will keep nicely and freeze up. And plus, once I start digging into ribs, man, I can do a whole slab myself. It's... When you, if you're doing multiple slabs like this, you want to try to get the slabs about the same weight, especially if you're going to be smoking them or grilling them. And I, when I say grilling, I mean um, I know a lot of people that do them on their grills. Mm-hmm. Same kind of method, low and slow. I've done them in the oven and sometimes in the wintertime when it's real cold outside. Same thing, low and slow. So, and that's kind of what we're going to be doing here. Once I get these ribs dressed and ready for the uh, smoker, we're going to go out and actually smoke, set the smoker up. I'll kind of explain it to y'all, let you see what we're talking about here. The one I have, I love because it's an electric smoker. Some purists will say, you know, but man, I tell you what, being blind and trying to do it, you know, as a blind person, it, it takes it's a little bit of a challenge because you're constantly having to monitor the temperature. You're constantly having to add wood. If you don't want to, if you get it too hot, you need to open up the um, the vents, you know, and let some let some of the heat out. Mm-hmm. So with the smoker, I can set the smoker at 215 degrees, and usually 215, 210, something like that, and it will automatically regulate itself within about 10 degrees of that temperature. So it stays at about that temperature the whole time it's cooking. Oh, so that that would make a lot sort of safer sense for somebody who's blind. Yes, oh yeah, there's, you know, like the one you were talking about, the old bullet style with having to add the charcoal, the fire to the bottom of it and all that, that's still a lot of... 
lot of heat going on there. So what I've done is I've taken my, my ribbies here. I've got it laid out on a cookie sheet, and I'm just putting a pile of this dry rub. Again, it's got onion powder in it. It's got chili powder. It's probably got about, I would say, when I made my own, I used, I started with four cups of brown sugar. Then I added about a half a cup of garlic powder, a half a cup of onion powder, about two cups of chili powder. I added um, a little white pepper, a little red pepper, a little tarragon. All this was, of course, dried. What I'm doing is I've just taken a handful of my rub, and I'm just basically rubbing it all over these ribs. Now, I've got the meat side up. And that's what I'm rubbing into right now. Because when you feel the ribs, you can feel the, I guess, what would be the inside of the rib. Mm -hmm. It's kind of very smooth feeling. There's not a lot of meat on it. These are the outsides. You can definitely feel it. You can feel the meat on it. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. The International Association of Audio Information Services is coming to uh, Houston. Their national conference is coming to Houston. And a lot of you are saying, what's that? That's the organization that your reading radio service, if you're listening to us on a reading radio service, probably is an, a member of. For all of y'all that are L.A., Oklahoma, Grand Rapids, Columbus, Virginia, Dallas, can't forget old Steve up there in Dallas, and of course here in Houston, the uh, sight into sound people, Jim Martinez and his crew, they've uh, asked us to come out and kind of entertain, kind of uh, talk to folks as they're doing their um, station tours. So I'm really looking forward to that. Then we're going out to dinner, and then we're going to the Astros game. So if you're coming in town for the IAAIS, I look forward to meeting and greeting. Come on up. We're going to have some snacks and hors d'oeuvres. I'm going to show people how to make our delicious Italian margaritas. That should be fun. I think I'm also going to make some of that Chewy's dip that we make, the jalapeno dip. I'm thinking about also stuffing some jalapenos. It is Texas, after all. Jalapenos are everywhere. <laughs> Put a little armadillo meat in there. Mm, we'll be good to go. All right, let me get this second slab of ribs here. And I'm going to do just the same thing. I'm just reaching in my bag. I got a big old Ziploc bag of this stuff. Ho, ho, ho. One of the things they, I, I, as I was sort of reading up on the rib preparation stuff, is they said if you're doing multiple slabs, you should make sure, to the extent that you can, that they're sort of the same weight. Yes. So that it'll take... A, they'll this. have the same, same cooking time, basically. Right. You don't want to do a two-pound slab because basically I'm going to smoke these for about 30 minutes a pound. Then we wrap them in foil, add a little barbecue sauce, not a lot. You don't want them swimming in barbecue sauce. I like to heat up some barbecue sauce and serve that on the side if anybody wants it. You know, you don't want to force it on them. But and I always like to add a little secret ingredient, a little sweetness to it. So I'll add a little jelly or something like that with the barbecue sauce. And we'll wrap these up with foil and then put them back on the smoker for about the same amount of time as we smoke them for originally. Meats will, when you're smoking them, after they reach about 190 degrees internally, that's it. They aren't going to absorb any more seasoning, any more meat, anything like that. Now, I must mention, too, that about two hours before we came on the air here, I started um, soaking. I've got some mesquite wood chips that I've been soaking in just water and that will allow them to soak up some of that water and then that way they won't just flare up and burn up immediately in the smoker because where the little wood tray is for the that's right above the heating element in this electric smoker so that's what happens that thing heats up and it just starts smoking away so you've got a little bit of heat a low heat and then that smoke for the flavor oh, oh, oh. i'm already getting hungry y'all getting hungry yeah man <laughs> I think everybody's getting hungry. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. All right. We're going to let these just sit here and rest. We're going to go out and get our smoker going, and we'll talk about it out there. Let me take our wood chips. Now, here's one thing I've done. I've put my wood chips in one of our perfect bowls. I'm using the 12-quart bowl to soak in. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a combination. I'm going to have the wood chips, and I'm also going to have the water 
to put into the smoker. Okay. So let's go out to the porch, to back, soon to be the new outside kitchen of cooking in the dark. And we'll get this going. All right. This smoker, y'all, had it so long, love it. It resembles a compact refrigerator. So it's about three foot tall. Oh, what is it? About 18 inches wide and about 15 inches deep. When you open it up, it's got four shelves in it that are removable, adjustable, and cleanable. You can pop them out, scrub them down, and put them back in. I've got one here on the second level and another one on the very bottom level. So we've got one on the second and the fourth level, and that's where we're going to put our ribs at, is on those racks. Below that is the grease pan. It's a big pan that covers the entire area inside, so it'll catch the drippings. And below that's the water pan. Now, what's one thing that's really nice on this one is on the right-hand side of it, there is a drawer that slides out, and it's cylindrical. It's round. Pull it out, and that's where you put your wood chips. Uh, okay. Then you slide it in, twist it, and the wood chips fall into the... Uh, the wood tray inside the smoker. How do you know how much wood chips to put in? I always put in two trays worth to start. Okay. And these are, and it kind of depends on the size of the chips. The bigger the chips, the more you'll need to add. The smaller the chips, the least, you know, the less that you'll need to add. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of big blocks and things like that of them. So I've got a couple big chunks here, Cheryl. They're okay. probably two-inch cubes, give or take, you know, squares mm-hmm. of... Uh, wood chips, those will smoke a while. Then if now, sometimes they come in little bitty pieces that are, say, maybe, oh, you know, a couple half an inch thick or so, just more like little slivers like of a, of a ruler or something. Right. So those will take a little more, I mean, they'll, they'll burn up a little bit faster. Okay, y'all, we've got our wood chips in. I'm going to add the water to the water tray, and we'll slide that in there. The water tray holds about two quarts, and it hangs in here between just under the uh, tray to catch all the drippings and below that is the wood bend with the uh, the wood and the heating element so we want to fill that up with water this actually creates a little bit of steam as well as helping to keep it a little cooler in here hence a water smoker set the tray in here now we've got a control panel on top that allows you to put in let me latch the door shut turn it on Hit temperature. The temperature comes on at 275 automatically. And then you can adjust it down. Oh, okay. So you're going for, did you say 210? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll let that get warmed up. We're going to go in and get our ribs. Bring them back out. Pop them on here. See, you don't have to wait for it to like be hot to put to place the ribs in. You want to place them in just. You as can wait for it to get warm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to heat up pretty quickly because it is an electric unit. Right. So I'm figuring by the time I get back in here into the studio and everybody else gets back in, <laughs> finds their seats. Okay. And then we'll go back out. <laughs> and it'll be ready. Yeah, it'll take a couple minutes for it to heat up, but I'm going to go ahead and um, carry them out, and we'll put them in, and we'll let them go for about two and a half hours. Okay. Give or take. Now, with smoking, it's not like grilling over a hot grill or frying something. Because you're cooking at such a low temperature, it is a little more forgiving. 
You do want to, when you smoke for the first time, though, you kind of want to test your smoker because everything smokes, you know, everything goes at a different rate. Just because mine cooks at this rate, yours may not. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's like one of the Brinkman-style bullet ones or something, depending on your outside temperatures with some of those. This one's pretty well insulated. It's got a little chimney over here, too, that you can uh, adjust the open or close the damper on to either, you know, allow more or less smoke out of the, out of the smoker. All right, here's one slab. Put these guys right here. Now, I've done two turkeys in this and a ham at the same time. It holds quite a bit. It'll hold about 60 pounds of meat. Wow, that's a feast. Very nice. <laughs> All right, we've got our door locked shut. Now all we got to do is wait. So I'm going to go back inside. Everybody here in the studio audience, I think we're going to make some Italian margaritas and just kick back and talk. Sounds just enjoy. Like Visit. We'll do some visiting. All right, y'all. We'll be back on Cooking in the Dark right after these messages for you. It'll be a while for us, though. Now with more of the show. Here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Smoking and... Smoking. Smoking smoking. in the boys' room. Smoking. And and I'm sure everyone knows that's not a reflection of all of the margaritas you've been drinking. Mmm, they were good, too. (laughs) Now I only had a couple of those, so... Gotta be careful with those. Those make me purdy. Uh-oh. (laughs) Mmm. Now, old John over there, John <laughs> likes them, too. I think we've given that recipe out, what, if we, once if we gave it out a hundred times. I think everybody's got it memorized, right? Y'all got it memorized? Yeah? All right. <laughs> uh, it's real easy, y'all. We'll give it to y'all, too. It's uh, three large cans of Limeade, the frozen concentrate Limeade. Put the, now, this thing makes about two gallons, okay? So you need three of the big frozen, the large size frozen Limeade concentrates. Mm-hmm. Pour those into a... Uh, into a container that'll hold two gallons or 20 gallons. Yeah, anyway, that's a different story. I was thinking about reindeer food again, having flashbacks. <laughs> um, then you want to put in a fifth of tequila or something equivalent. And you want to put in a pint of amaretto and, you know, just a 16 ounces of amaretto. And then add 10 of the, uh, the cans of limeade. You want 10 of those, well, 10, 10 and a half of those of water. Stir all that up, throw a little ice in there, and you've got Italian margaritas. And they will make you pretty. They're very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got, I'm now, even when I order just a regular margarita, I'll get a shot of amaretto on the side put in it. You know? Wow. It just okay. gives it a nice flavor. Nice mm-hmm. flavor. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Speaking of flavors, we're getting ready to go pull our ribs out. We're going to do it one slab at a time just so we can take it slow and easy. I've put in... Um, one cup of barbecue sauce, and I'm adding to that about a quarter cup of what I've got here is pear jelly. Ooh. Now, apricot jelly, apple, yeah. mm-hmm. any of that works well if you want to use something. If you don't, you don't have to put anything in it. You want to put a little honey in here instead of the pear. That's fine. Let me taste it. Mm. I'm going to put in just a little more pear. I want it to be just a little bit sweeter. I've also mixed up before when I've done a brisket apricot preserves and jalapenos and mix that up and then cut the brisket open when we're getting ready to do the second stage here that we're going to do for our ribs the tenderizing stage i call it 
and stuff those inside that brisket. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. All right, that tastes. Mm, that's very good. Okay. Yes, the spoon is finger licking good. Mm. <laughs> rinse that off and rinse my hands off here. All right, so we're gonna go fetch us some uh, ribs. Like I said, I'm gonna grab these one slab at a time, just because uh, you know I may go ahead and pull both of them off. Let me get my grips mitts. These things are out of sight. What's going to be really cool, and you'll see here in a second what I'll do with these, is I'm actually able to reach in and grab the ribs and feel what I'm touching. I know what I'm touching when I reach in and grab them out. So I've got my pan here. Take it, my mitts, and we're going out to the smoker. We're going to reach in there. First thing we're going to do is open that door up and step back because there's a lot of hot air and smoke that's going to come billowing out of there. Because it's like being trapped inside a little compact refrigerator. Mm. I love it. What's nice, because of the size of this, I can actually set the pan on top of it as a little tray. Crank open the door. Now the door's got a little catch release, so we'll pop that loose. Just going to crank the, open the door just a little bit, probably about five or six inches. Let all that smoke kind of come on out, because it will rush out. So watch your face if you're doing this at home and you have one of these. All right, put on these here. I'm just going to go ahead and grab both of them while I'm here, Cheryl. All right, be careful. Down on the second rack. Because of the way this is configured, it's so nice to use. And I can feel my pan. I know exactly where I'm at. You can feel through the mitts, feel the, the ribs. Now I'm going to go ahead and reshut this door. Take my mitts off. I'm going to go ahead and leave the mitts out here. And we'll take our ribs back inside. Back to the studio. It's pretty nice. You like that webcam we've installed so you all can... I'm waving to everybody now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no more having to herd them back right. into the studio. Just sit there and watch the picture. The real reason we put that up so we know when the band's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Those hungry son of a guns. All right. Now what I've got these in is just a big cookie sheet. Almost a jelly pan. Jelly roll pan, if you want to call it that. Let me get another one of those out. They work really nicely for containing the ribs and for what we're going to do next here. We're going to put some foil down. There's our rub. Hey, while I'm getting the foil out, Cheryl, what I did, y'all, on we were on that little hiatus. Well, everybody was down here enjoying the margaritas. I went and uh, researched it a little bit and found the recipe for the, the rub we used. Ah, okay. So, um... If you want to grab that and read it to everybody. Now what I'm going to do here, y'all, is pull off. We've got our foil. I'm going to pull a piece off about three feet long. More is definitely better than less in this operation. And I'm just going to lay this right about in the middle of this uh, other pan that we've got here. And you want to be able to, what we're going to do is once we lay our ribs in the middle of this, we want to be able to fold it up. Now, because I'm going to want this to be, I want to put barbecue sauce on both sides of our slab of ribs here. Move this one in here. Man, you know how hard it is not to just pull off that hunk of meat that I just felt right there? <laughs> and and this is cool. I mean, is it hot? It's not so hot that you can actually touch it with your bare hand? Uh, it is hot. Yeah, you want to move quickly. Okay. It's not like coming out of the oven hot, but mm -hmm. it's warm. Okay. I mean, if you were to hold it for a few seconds, you would uh, feel the burn, as they say. All right. Now, I'm going to take our barbecue sauce mixture. 
and I'm just going to pour it. Now, you don't want a lot. You just want a little. Just a little coating. And when I say a lot, you don't want this thing swimming in barbecue sauce. And I'm just lightly... What I did was pour a stream or a line of the barbecue sauce. It's kind of thick, so it's staying congealed, congealed I guess is the right word. Mm -hmm. And I'm just basically very lightly patting it out because our dry rub is still on here. So what we've ended up with is uh, covering the entire ribs is just a like a light layer of barbecue sauce. It's not so thick that you can't see the ribs for the barbecue sauce, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's not so thin that when you touch it, you don't know if there's any sauce there or not. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to turn these over so the meat side is down. So we've got the other side of the ribs up. Let me rinse my hands off here real quick. And we'll put the rest of our barbecue sauce on here. Now, if you don't want to put barbecue sauce on it, you don't have to. But definitely you want to wrap these ribs up. I've found that by putting this on, wrapping them, this is where they really become tender. Because they're, they're pretty well cooked through. Right, and and we've had you've had them in the smoker now for about two hours or two and a half hours. For about two and a half hours right. at a 215 degrees, and we don't have to worry about putting any more wood in. See, now if I were to grab these two rib bones that are kind of that I can feel sticking out and apply some pressure between them, mm. these these will not they do not come apart. They're still holding together fast. Right. After we get done smoking these for about another two and a half hours, wrapped in this foil, they are going to be tender where you can just pull the bones apart and the meat will just peel right off. So now I'm taking each end of our foil. I'm coming, meeting together in the middle. I want to make sure my edge is kind of like wrapping a present. And I'm going to fold the two edges together so they kind of stay stuck together. The, the ends, you know, on each, each running down the ribs, you just fold that up. So what you're wanting to do is kind of create a seal, if you will, to help seal in. You want to hold the juice in, hold all the everything in here. Okay, now let me uh, prepare another piece here. I'm going to put just a little bit more on this one side here, Cheryl. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure we don't have any leakage over here. We've got some bones sticking out. I'm going to go ahead and put these on here the way they are, as far as the, the inside of the rib that we put down originally when we smoked them the first time. I'm going to put up. Oh, okay. So we've got kind of a cup form, and that'll keep help keep the foil cupped. It'll also help keep the ribs, everything, because the barbecue sauce and everything, we don't want it bubbling out and bubbling all over everything. Mm -hmm. Let me tear off another piece here. Put it down, and we'll swap these ribs out. All right. As you're doing that, I'm going to read the one of the uh, rub recipes to folks. Okay. So for yeah, there's a couple there. There's one for make, making a lot of it. Right. And then there's a couple for making like an individual, you know, if you're just doing one brisket or you don't want to make a lot to, to keep on hand. Right. So the, the first one I'm going to read is the one that uh, you used to make a lot of it. So here we go. You want half a cup of paprika, a quarter cup of kosher, uh, kosher salt, one-fourth cup of sugar, half a cup of brown sugar, a quarter cup of cumin, a quarter cup of chili powder, a quarter cup of fresh black pepper, two tablespoons of cayenne pepper, and then you mix it all together. So that's like your recipe, I think, for the large... For a big batch. Yeah. And you can keep that in an airtight container for several months, which is beautiful. Right. 
And so now, the, to, to make like a smaller quantity, here's what that sounds like. Yeah, and this one I think is the second one you're reading there is actually like just a brisket rub, right? Yes. So, but I mean, I I don't know. I suppose you could try them on on yeah, the ribs. Yeah, you can go different ways. Some are spicier than others. Mm-hmm. Again, just uh, while she's reading that, I'm spreading the barbecue sauce on our ribs again, y'all. Okay, so two tablespoons of ground black pepper, one tablespoon of uh, kosher salt or sea salt, one tablespoon of chili powder one teaspoon of garlic powder, one teaspoon of onion powder, one teaspoon of dried parsley, one teaspoon of uh, oregano, one teaspoon of sugar, and that's it. And you mix all that together, and that's, as Dale said, a rub for brisket, or um, you could have you know, put it on your ribs if you're so inclined. Meat or chicken, or, I mean, if you, yeah. if you all get online and Google, you know, like a... Uh, poultry rub or a barbecue rub i googled texas texas brisket rub right and it pulls up all types of links all over the place links where you can go buy the stuff already pre-made recipes to make it yourself there's all types of different ways to do this okay let me set these ribs back down here make sure we're kind of centered and the other thing i love about this meal this is kind of one of those meals that's great for a sunday mm-hmm Start it, do whatever you want to do in the afternoon, you know, especially with this electric smoker. It only needs attention basically once, like we're doing right now. And then next thing you know, you're going to be peeling them off, having some baked beans, maybe a little coleslaw, maybe a little broccoli slaw, something like that to go with it. Mm. Have grandma make some of her cornbread. Mm. <laughs> Don't forget to call me. <laughs> and this is, I mean, as you said, it's lovely, like in the summertime, of course, because it's, it's outside. There's no heat generated in your house or apartment or whatever. Right. And uh, you can, you know, sort of like using a crock pot. You start it, set it up, and you go off and you can do stuff. Just let it go. Yeah. Yeah, I love smokers and grilling. If you're going to do these on a barbecue grill, like I've got a gas grill, I put, I've got a little bin that I put wood chips in. And what I would do is I would sear these ribs on each side mm-hmm. over, the, over the high heat. And then I would move them to the other side of the grill, turn the heat on low, turn the heat off on the side where the ribs are, mm-hmm. but turn the, turn the other heat down to about a medium low. So again, you want a temperature consistent with around 200, 210 degrees, low and slow. And then after two or three hours, pull them off, wrap them up, put them back on there, let them sit for another couple, three hours, and just let them do their thing. Because I tell you what, I, one time I did a brisket, and I wrapped it up. And I actually left it on there too long. I smoked it for six hours, wrapped it up, and left it on there for nine hours. It was almost like a mush. You, wow. it, you couldn't even slice it. That's how tender it was. Mm-hmm. Too tender. You right. Know? right. Yeah, it was over overdone. But did I throw it away? No. <laughs> That that would make like lovely like uh, sandwiches, you know. Oh my gosh, and, yes, it was uh, excellent. Yeah. Uh oh. The rolls we had, you know, we had some of those dinner rolls, and mm-hmm. we just split those dudes open, made mm, sandwiches. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it was all good. And there's a hundred different ways to make barbecue sauces. Everything like that. So again, I encourage you to experiment. And do it what. Do with what your taste is going to be. 
You know? I mean, you can taste barbecue sauces and stuff ahead of time. So uh. we can take part in it, too. There's going to be, I know, some Texas barbecue rubs posted here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're hearing this show, you're too late. You should have been a member already. All right. I've got our two slabs of ribs here wrapped up in foil, nice and neat. And we're going to carry these back out and put them back in the smoker. Let them go for about another two and a half hours, and I guarantee you they will be falling off the bone tender. We might not even have to cut them. Oh, that's, that's so cool. That is so lovely. I had some the other night at a, oh, it's been a couple, three weeks ago. And that, oh, some places the ribs, you know, are just tough. They're not good. Mm-hmm. But these were fall off the bone, mm, delicious. All right, let that hot air and smoke dissipate. Now, we're just going to set these back in. One set of ribs per shelf again. And we don't have to worry about adding any more wood or anything. We didn't, we didn't add any wood to begin with. I was coming out and checking periodically, and it was still smoky. All righty. So they were smoking, but I had the damper all the way shut. I've got it kind of half open now. Mm-hmm. I think we'll go ahead and just leave it about halfway again. Okay, we're almost to dinner time. Now, what are we going to make to go with this? Hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cornbread sounds nice. Cornbread would be good. Uh, any type of slaw would be good. Uh, I think that's where we're going to go. Purple cabbage. Wow. Uh, well, I just, yeah, purple cabbage slaw would be lovely. Or Add a little color to it. Broccoli slaw. What we're going to make is just regular broccoli slaw would be great. Lovely. Now, for broccoli slaw, we need a bag of broccoli florets, mm-hmm. which we happen to have. We need a pint of sliced white mushrooms, which we happen to have. We need a bag of broccoli slaw, which, guess what, we happen to have. Oh, how convenient. We need um, 12 ounces of grated cheddar cheese, which we have. We need some sunflower seeds, which we have. We need some bacon, which we will cook up. need about six slices of bacon. And then you also need some horseradish mayo. What I'm going to do right here is show you how to make some of your own. Oh, that's wonderful. Let me uh, put our barbecue sauce up. So this was very funny. I don't know in uh, if this is in Houston or other places, but there like been this explosion of uh, food being sold from trucks, you know, like fancy restaurants. Instead of right. Some of them are parts of restaurants. Some of them are sort of businesses or whatever. Um, so we go here, uh, my colleagues and I um, went out to lunch Friday. And, you know, they're like, oh, let's go to the food truck and let's get something. And so we go over and we bought these sandwiches. It's uh, sort of a soy, bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. And one of okay. my coworkers has been raving about the sauce. It's so delicious. It's really good. you got to try it. And so she finally says to the woman, what do you guys put on these sandwiches? They're really good. She says, oh, it's mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> the secret sauce, huh? 
And she's like, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's that it. That's too funny, man. Well, Thanks for playing, next contestant. <laughs> but the other, I mean, the, the other part of that is that her daughter is allergic to eggs. And so she was really hoping that since it was, you know, a vegetarian sandwich, that maybe they'd come up with a sauce. Some that, other sauce, but something without eggs in it. Yeah, huh? yeah. So we're like, well, I just, we got to keep looking because, you know, she wants to find something that everybody in the family could enjoy and not. Wow. So. She, they can enjoy some smoked ribs. <laughs> I'm sure they would. Her daughter would love that. <laughs> Not quite vegetarian, but oh yeah, they're tofu ribs. Oh yeah, no. They, no. It came from a, a vegetarian pig. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get me some bacon going here. So I've got my bacon cooker out. Let me lay a. My six strips of bacon on that. I've got four of them on there already. Put another one there. And we'll do another one here. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and cover these up with uh, some paper towels. That'll just help keep the grease from splattering all over our microwave. Ah, you're going to microwave the bacon. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and nuke it that way. Mm-hmm. That way it'll be done a little quicker. I mean, we've only got another two and a half hours <laughs> before our ribs are ready. Well, you can also buy the bacon already ready to be microwaved. comes in, like, the packets, and it's all set. All you have to do is take out one of the packets and put it in there. It's strips of bacon, but you put it in the microwave, uh, I think, for three minutes. And okay, so they're already kind of pre-cooked. Yeah, yeah. I've done that before with bacon when I knew we were going to have like a big, big, like the family things we do at the lake and stuff, you know, when mm -hmm. we go rafting and such in the summer, I will um, like get a couple pounds of bacon and just oven bake it. Oh, that's a good idea. For about, you know, for about 25 minutes. Right. And it, it gets it almost done, but not quite done, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So then you can pull it out and throw it in a skillet and fry it up real quickly, or you can, um, you know, microwave it too, same thing. Right. But at least it gets, gets it par partially already cooked. Yeah. Okay, so here's what we need for our, we're going to make our sauce first. And then basically this recipe is so easy, all we do is just dip, just, just basically pour all the ingredients into one big bowl and mix them up. So we're going to need um, two cups of mayo. Now I'm going to add in two tablespoons of horseradish. I like horseradish, so I like the taste. If you don't like the taste, go with one and taste it. Let's just mix this all up. Okay, now in our big bowl over here, let's check our bacon. Let's shove it off real quick. Yeah, we're not quite there. I need it to be a little more crispier. So how much time did you put it in for so far? I put it in for like two minutes. Okay. So I'm going to go another two and a half there on it. All right, we're going to take our broccoli slaw. We're going to uh. drop it into this big bowl here, Cheryl. Yes. Let me take my rings off because I'm going to have to get my hands in this. I like it. And we're going to take our broccoli florets. Now, the florets you might want to check. If you need to cut them down, you know, do so. But we've got the baby florets, so they're nice-sized pieces. You want little pieces. Put those in the bowl here, too. Mix that around. Now, we also need to add our pint of white. 
It's oh. not really a pint. I guess it's more like 12 ounces Mushroom. of white sliced mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Pile those in. Ooh, let me get our sunflower seeds out here. There they are. Okay. I need about a, two tablespoons of these, but I'll put these in very last. Okay. So what we've got in the bowl already, we've got our broccoli slaw. We've got our florets, broccoli florets. We've got our sliced white mushrooms, just a little 12-ounce, little pike container, they call it, but it's about 12 ounces of mushrooms. We want to put in our cheese, and I, I just got shredded cheddar cheese. It's just easier, or you can shred your own. You want about, oh, a cup and a half, two cups of that. About a cup, I guess, cup and a half. It's um, it's your broccoli slaw. If you want more, put more in it, man. <laughs> well, and usually a bar, like if you bought a, a bar of uh, cheddar cheese, it's about eight ounces, usually. Yeah, eight ounces or a pound, if you yeah. want to, you know. If you buy a bag, it's about 12 ounces weight. Mm-hmm. It comes out to be a little over a cup or so, but let's put that in. Okay, let's mix all this up together. I'm just reaching in the bottom and lifting it up, letting it fall back in, just kind of mixing it all. Oh, that's a big mushroom. Let me break him in half. Okay. Let's get our bacon out of the microwave here. We want to crumble it up, pot it in there. And the last thing we're going to do, y'all, is add our sauce. Oh, yeah, bacon's perfect. Nice and not too crispy, but not soft, so it just crumbles up nicely. Mm-hmm. That in, kind of mix it all up. Now, let's get our sauce here. We're going to pour in and over the top. Let me scrape out, make sure we get it all out. My hand in there, make sure. Oh, yeah, good, good. Okay, I got it all in there. Now I get to get my hands in this mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just again, I'm just kind of mixing, lifting from the bottom, y'all, and letting it fall back down. Lifting from the bottom, letting it all fall on top of each other. Mix around, and you can feel as the, the mayo. So just mix it all up, get it all. And you can feel, I mean, you want it to be like coleslaw, you know, basically where it, everything is kind of wet, but you don't want it so wet that it's soggy. Right. Now, the last thing we'll do here is add our bacon in, crumble it in, break it up. Ooh, crumbles up nicely. And now we want to add our sunflower seeds, oh, about two tablespoons or so. If you want to add a little more, I mean, like I said, it's yours. Do with what you want it to do or something like that. A wise man once told me that. <laughs> now, mix it all up, and there you go. Now, something I did to crush up the bacon, y'all, which was really easy, was I just crumbled it up in the napkins, you know, the paper towels that we used to cover it. Mm-hmm. I laid it in that, crunched it all up. Then opened up the paper towels and just let it drop right in. Worked out great. Now, take this broccoli slaw. You can serve it right now, or you can go ahead and refrigerate it. Remember to refrigerate it after you're done with it, though. All right. I think all we have now is to wait on our ribs. We've got great broccoli slaw. We've got ribs getting tenderized. So we'll take a little break. It'll be a couple minutes for y'all. It'll be a couple hours for us. But we'll be back on the other side cooking in the dark. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, welcome back. It's been a while for us, a short time for you, but we're fixing to head out. I know everybody's hungry. Everybody's been hanging out here. We've been outside playing a little kickball. Well, I was trying to. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> playing kickball with a bunch of blind people. Kick it once and that's where the damn ball went. Hey. Everybody had a good intentions. Good intentions. Yeah, we tried. We tried. <laughs> We chose teams and everything. At least I wasn't last to be picked. That's true. That's good. That's good. All right. Let me open this door here. Just step back. Let that smoke and everything out. Pull these out. Now I'm reaching in. I'm just pulling all of the whole foil out. Set that one down here. Pull the next one out. Reach down to the bottom shelf. Set him down. Okay. Take these mitts off. I'm just going to leave the mitts out here for the time being. Here we are. Oh. Whew. Now these are going to be hot, hot, hot. So I'm going to do my best unwrapping them here. I just want to skid in here and see how tender thy be. 
And I think, Harry, you, you want to be a little careful because there will be some steam. Yeah, there will be a little bit here. of steam yeah, coming so out of here. Don't get too, too close with the face and stuff like that. No, what I'm doing is kind of finding that center seam. Mm -hmm. Kind of pulling that apart. Ooh, little at a time, little at a time. Oh, there's the steam. Hello. Let's peel these sides back. Hot, hot, hot rip. Okay. Now, here's what I want to see. I'm going to run my hands under this water real quick, my fingertips. A little cool water on them. All right. I'm just going to grab two bones real quick. We're running out of time. Oh, yeah. Look at that. They just ripped apart, right y'all. How is yeah. that? Nice, nice. Cool. Okay. Now, to cut these down, put on your kitchen grip, which I left outside. And you can actually just take these and take a knife and run right between the bones. And use the bone as a guide and just slice each one of these ribs right off. Now, be careful and don't, get your, don't cut your kitchen grip. I did that before. My grip's mitts. Rip that. Cut that dude right in half. Ah, terrible. Didn't get my finger, though. But I'm going to go ahead and start slicing these down for everybody. We've got broccoli slaw to serve. Today, y'all, we did smoke pork ribs you got to check it out if you missed the show go back and listen to it if you're in the i double a i s the international association of audio information services is that right sounds right i look to see you in a couple weeks we'll see you right here in houston texas for everybody else i'm dale campbell she's cheryl cummings Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.